0: Welcome aboard to Speak My Word. My name is Shannon Davis, and today is a live broadcast. Let's pray. Start again. Father, Jehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this day. This is the day you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Forgive us of all our sins, Father God, known and unknown, back to the very first thought, word, deed, gesture, action. In Jesus Christ's name, we plead the blood of Jesus over us today and our families, over Israel, over the Jewish people, over the 12 tribes of Israel, God, and the land that you have given them. We ask God you would go before them and be their defense. Loose your warrior angels, battle angels into the land to go before Israel and smite, smite Hamas and Hezbollah and every last person that would try to steal the lives of the Jewish people and their land. Also God We ask that you God, and direct us today. Bless this program as we read your word. We invite the Holy Spirit to come, God. Have your way, Father God. Bless Israel. Come, Lord Jesus, quickly. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Well, let's get started. We're going to be today in Deuteronomy chapter 5. And Moses called all Israel and said unto them, Hear. O Israel, the statutes and judgments which I speak in your ears this day, that ye may learn them and keep and do them. Jehovah our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. Jehovah made not this covenant with our fathers, but with us, even us, who are all of us here alive this day. Yehovah talked with you face to face in the mount, out of the midst of the fire. I stood between Yehovah and you at the time to show you the word of Yahweh. For ye were afraid by reason of the fire, and went not up into the mount, saying, I am Yehovah thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage. Thou shalt have none other gods before me. Thou shalt not make thee any graven image, or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the waters beneath the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them. For I, Yahovah, thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, Unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Generational curses are real, folks. We're reading them about them right now. This has never been done away with. God continues to this day. He will visit the iniquity of the fathers down three and four generations. We got hit by it because of sins of my ancestors on my dad's side, my brother and I. But praise God, God also told us about it and we found out what you can do about it. You can repent of those sins, break that curse in Jesus' name. Thou shalt not take the name of Yahovah thy God in vain. For Yehovah will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. What is his name, Yahovah. But I don't recommend taking the title, God, in vain either, as some do. Dangerous. Keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it, as Yahovah thy God hath commanded thee. What is the Sabbath day? Friday night sundown to Saturday night sundown. Never changed. It's been that way since the beginning of time. God does not change his rules to fit time zones or Western calendars of men. This is God's reckoning of time. It's an agricultural timekeeping mechanism. His new year starts with the Abib of the Barley. And it changes from year to year. God's reckoning of time does not start on January 1st. Or Sunday. As we do in the West. Monday, rather. Okay. Um, six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of Yahweh thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work thou, that means you and I, nor thy son nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant nor thine ox nor thine ass, nor any of thy cattle nor thy stranger that is within thy gates that thy manservant and thy maidservant may rest as well as thou. It's a day of rest for everybody. And remember that thou was a servant in the land of Egypt, and that Jehovah thy God brought thee out thence through a mighty hand and by a stretched-out arm. Therefore, Jehovah thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath day. That's still in effect today in two thousand twenty-three. If you've got an employee or you've got a, a servant, they're not to work on the Sabbath. You give them that day off. What is that Saturday? Friday night, sundown on Saturday night, sundown. That is God's Sabbath. You don't make them work. It's not Sunday. It has nothing to do with the day you go to church. The Sabbath has always been, never will change Friday night sundown to Saturday night sundown. Do you go to church? You can if you want on that day. But do you understand that there's no reference here to the, the worship of God, the assembling of yourselves? In other words, in a church. We've got it mixed up in the West. We don't know the Word of God. We're ignorant by and large. And people continue to stay to preach that Sunday is the Sabbath. The Sabbath is not the day you go to church necessarily, although you can and the Jews do. They go to the synagogue. I know because I lived in Panama. And uh, come Friday night, I knew it was Sabbath, so I winded down. And uh, my body got acclimated to it. And by Friday night, I was tired. Worked hard all week. And I was ready to go get something to eat and go see a movie. (laughs) So I'd get in the elevator of the, the condo I lived in down there in Panama. Paiti of Panama. Beautiful city. Right next to the Panama Canal. You could see the barges coming in. And I'd get in that uh, elevator and my neighbors were in the elevator usually too. Many times and they were Jewish. They were going to synagogue as I found out. Me, I always had to cross the way to go over to Multi multi-centro The mall you could walk to it and uh, go over there and go to the food court and they had a place that you could get Really good steak or chicken. They give you a baked potato, piece of cornbread. Uh, it was great French fries if you wanted, and uh, your drink. Then I'd be off see a movie, and um, I'd see him all the time. Found out that was the Sabbath for the Jews, and they the way they spend it is they go to the synagogue, they'd have a great meal, light a candle etc. It says verse 16, honor thy father and thy mother as Jehovah thy God hath commanded thee that thy days may be prolonged and that it may go well with thee in the land which Jehovah thy God giveth thee. We're talking about land here also that God gave them. ties into current events. Did you know Gaza is part of the land that God gave Israel as an inheritance? George Bush forced them in 2005 to give it up to the Palestinians who have been using it for years. And then as of this week invaded Israel from its own land. Stolen from Israel by decree of a government who has no right to do so. The judgment of God fall in the house of Bush. They don't repent. I pray they repent because if they don't, every last one of them are going to burn in hell. That don't. We're to honor our mother and father. Verse 17, thou shall not kill. The correct rendering is murder. Murder. Thou shall not murder. That does need to be fixed in the King James. There's a difference between murdering and killing. If you're in defense of your family or your country that's not, mur- uh, that's not murder, that's killing. That's self-defense. You have a right to do that. God ordered Israel to kill the enemies of Israel. How can God be duplicitous and say one thing and then command another? No. Thou shalt not murder. Murder is cold blood. You're looking to take the life of someone else because you hate them. You're jealous of them. Just a cruel person. You want to steal what they got Evil people murder. Sometimes you got to kill, and I wouldn't think second, two seconds about it. I will kill somebody dead as a door tries to do harm my family. And up until now, I was armed and able to carry out on that threat. Now I got a butter knife, but that's all right. You can do the job with a pencil if you got to. It's a God-given right to life, liberty, and. Uh, someone tries to take your life, you don't roll over. And you certainly don't let them take the life of your women, folk, and your children. That's why every man out there needs to be armed. And if you don't have a man folk there, ladies, you need to get a 12-gauge shotgun so you can take care of business if someone tries to come up in there and rape you. Neither shall thou commit adultery. What is adultery? Having sex with someone else's spouse. Or you're married and having sex with somebody else who's single. We got that going on in the church. Should not be. Neither shalt thou steal. I say amen to that. But yet people do it. Neither shall thou bear false witness against thy neighbor. That's lying. Against your neighbor. So you can have what they want. Neither shall thou desire thy neighbor's wife. Neither shall thou covet thy neighbor's house, his field, or his manservant, or his maidservant, his ox, or his ass, or anything that is thy neighbor's. Let's look more closely at that definition. Coveting means to desire unlawfully. To want to take something that belongs to someone else. unlawfully to hanker after something haven't heard that word in a while hanker for a chunk of cheese was that a um, commercial <laughs> to long for inordinately or unlawfully to wish for with eagerness to desire the possession of I would just say you're salivating for what your neighbors got It's wrong. It's sin. These words, Yahweh spake unto all assembly in the mount out of the midst of the fire, of the cloud, and of the thick darkness, with a great voice, and he added no more. And he wrote them in two tables of stone, and delivered them unto me, Moses is recalling what has happened, and it came to pass when ye heard the voice, out of the midst of the darkness. For the mountain did burn with fire, that ye came near unto me, even all the heads of your tribes and your elders. And ye said, Behold, Yahovah, our God, hath showed us his glory and his greatness. And we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God doth talk with man. And he lives. And uh, folks, uh, stand by one second. And it came to pass when you heard the voice out of the midst of the darkness, for the mountain did burn with fire, that ye came near unto me, even all the heads of your tribes and your elders, I repeat. And you said, Behold, Yehovah our God hath showed us His glory and His greatness, And we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God does talk with man and he lives. Now therefore why should we die? For this great fire will consume us. If we hear the voice of Yehovah our God any more then we shall die. For who is there of all flesh that hath heard the voice of the living God. Speaking out of the midst of the fire as we have and lived. Now, I don't know if that's accurate or they were just afraid, but I'm a little bit angry about it because I think they were more afraid. And while I'm not negating how awesome and terrible that may have been to witness in here. I sure would like to hear the voice of God audibly more than I do, and I've I've heard Him once in a dream. I felt the impressions of the the Holy Spirit of God prompt me at times. I certainly can hear Him through the words of the Bible, but it's not the same, and that's that's just how I feel. It's not the same as being able to talk to someone and hear back from them immediately. I wish we had that same well. Okay, well, I think I answered my own question. No, these people were fearful, apparently. But were Adam and Eve? Adam and Eve had a great opportunity. I'm not judging people, these people. I wasn't there. I'm sure it was scary to see all these things happen. But come on, man. Who would not like to have the same relationship that Adam and Eve had in the garden, where God walked with men in the cool of the day and talked to them? He talked to Cain, he talked to Abel, he talked to them all. I long for that. That's really the only thing that sucks. Is that we don't hear like Adam and Eve did. And sometimes I spend time trying to second guess. Was that God? Was that me? Was that the enemy? It's it's tough, it's a battle. To try to hear from God sometimes. Thank God we have his word. His word is forever settled in heaven. I am thankful for that. We can take that one to the bank. But who would, who out there would not long to be able to hear from God like Adam and Eve? I think God wanted to talk to us from the very beginning. But here they go ahead and spoil it for us all. They'd rather just have it all come through Moses. I'm not a happy camper about that. But here it is. Just as it happened. Go down, therefore, there. Go down near and hear all that Yehovah our God shall say, and speak thou unto us all that Yehovah our God shall speak unto thee, for we will hear it and do it. They requested that, and Yahovah heard the voice of your words when you spake unto me, and Yahovah said unto me, I have heard the voice of the words of the people which have spoken of thee, they have well said all that they have spoken. Well, God agreed with them. It begs the question, what changed then? From the time when he spoke with men back in Adam and Eve's time till this time here. The sin, the fall of men, I guess. Alas, it's sad. It said, "We once could communicate in real time with the Creator. Now we can pray, and God will hear us. But getting an instant response back just doesn't happen most times. And that's because of the sin and fall of man, I suppose. That's really been the hardest part of my walk." I said, "God, if I could just hear you, it'd make it so much easier in real time. And God does speak. Don't get me wrong." but not like he did with Adam and Eve. Not with all. Maybe does he speak to you audibly? Do you hear him audibly every day? I don't, sadly. It's, it's hard, to be honest with you. And we can't see God either. It takes real faith to be a Christian. I know I have faith because I believe in a God I've never seen <clears throat> with my eyes and have not heard audibly except in a dream one time. No one can say I don't have faith. I have great faith. But one day, <clears throat> it's all going to be rectified. And things will change. We just got to hold out till then. But it's tough. It, who, who said being a Christian was easy? It's not. Here we are. Verse 29. Oh, that there were such a heart in them that they would fear me and keep all my commandments always that it might be well with them and with the children forever. That's a true statement. If We would fear God and keep his commandments. It would be well with us and our children forever. Go say to them, get you into your tents again. But as for thee, Stand thou here by me, and I will speak unto thee all the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which thou shalt teach them, that they may do them in the land which I give them to possess it. Now, again, pay attention. God stating again, land which he's going to give to the twelve tribes to possess it. God doesn't do like the American government with the Indian nations and made hundreds of treaties and then reneged on them. But God says that he does it. You shall observe to do therefore as Jehovah your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. You shall walk in all the ways which Jehovah, your God, has commanded you. That you may live and that it may be well with you. Do you want to live? Do you want to be well with you? I do. Amen? Don't you? Okay. Stand by. I had to adjust my switchboard. Audio board, rather. Okay. Ye shall not turn aside to the right hand or the left. Ye shall walk in all the ways which Jehovah your God has commanded you. That ye may live, that it may be well with you, and that ye may prolong your days. You want to have a long life? Obey the Lord. Prolong your days in the land which ye shall possess. They're going to have to take the land from those that are occupying it. We're going to go into Deuteronomy chapter 6 after this song break, and um, we'll continue our reading here on Speak My Word. I just take my time, as you can tell. I'm not in any rush tonight, although I will be on another program in one hour, but we got plenty of time. I like the Hammond organ. I like those backup singers. That's awesome. Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 26. Now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which Yehovah God, your God, commanded to teach you, that ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it. Though thou mightest fear Yahovah thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I commanded thee, thou and thy son and thy son's sons, your grandkids, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Prolonged. We've got a date that we're scheduled to die. There's a shelf life on these bodies, sadly, because of sin. We were created to live, I think, forever in these bodies, but because of sin, it brought a curse of death. Noah and, uh, excuse me, uh, Adam and Eve were not designed to die. Think about that. Think about it. God built them and the last forever. But corruption came because of sin. And it put, it put us all under the curse. That's a curse that's never been broken. There's many that have never been broken. There'll be pain in childbirth. And it's appointed a man once to die and then the judgment. And man will work to the sweat of his brow. My brow was sweating yesterday as I was out in the hot sun, got burned too on the arm, but that's good. I made some vitamin D, but think about that. they weren't created to die, but when death entered in to the equation through sin of Adam and Eve, well, there we are. You get seventy years if you're blessed eighty maximum it seems to be 120 special cases then pop goes a weasel I don't know too many people enjoying a real quality of life anyway after they get to their 90's there are some rare exceptions 100 especially although conceivably could happen but God's saying, look, he'll prolong your days. Prolong the inevitable. Give you more time. Who doesn't want more time? Has Kai got what? What did he get? 15 more years? How many extra years did he get? Prolong. I was trying to prolong the life of my granddad, Weber. If I could have just got him here in the early days when we came, we may have him alive right now. Sadly, He had to go home and be with Jesus at age 90. Killed by the medical community. Well, thy days may be prolonged. Who doesn't want to prolong their days? I'm praying should the Lord tarry. Looks like he may not be tarrying much longer. But just saying, if Craig Bond and others are wrong and the tribulation doesn't kick off mid-December this year, over there at COP28 when they sign a when they sign this seven year agreement kick off the great reset really that's what COP28 signifies the great reset has begun according to Craig Bond he may be right withstanding that I turn 54 next month. Baby Jemima turns 2. Look at Jeremiah and Judah, 6 and 4, Mama and Rita, my wife. I got to hang around for them. I want to see these babies grow up. want to see their children. I'm thinking, no. Let me do the calculation in my head. We got 6 and 4 and 2. Surely within the next twenty years, should the Lord tarry, they can find wives and uh make me some grandbabies and uh I can rock them on my arms just as I've done with them. And I still do this day. You've seen long legged Jeremiah and Judah now. I picked them up and rocked them sometimes. Not to say they like it. But yeah, they're getting heavier, it's getting harder. Well, like in a cradle, you know what I'm saying? In a cradle, got these long legs sticking out. I've laid hands on them, commanded them to grow to seven foot tall in Jesus' name. So let's see what the Lord does. But I want to hang on. I need my days prolonged. How about yours? I got a yacht lot yet I want to see and do. I'm praying. Another 40 years will be great. Look, I'm here to tell you, I don't know what I'm going to look like in 40 years, although I'm a mom's side they kind of age like fine wine, so I hope I got some of those jeans and look pretty. But um, I will do a Mega Man radio as long as my voice holds out. That's the last thing that typically goes. So I think, we, could you imagine? I don't know where we'll be. We're at like 10,005 now. Hang out another 40 years doing some podcasts. That'll be amazing. I'll still do them. Okay. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily. That's a good thing. As Jehovah, God of thy fathers, hath promised thee, in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, Jehovah our God, is one Lord. You've got the Father, Yahovah, the Son, Jesus Christ. If you speak Hebrew, Yeshua HaMashiach, and you've got the Holy Ghost. They are three individuals, but they are one God. It's not just Jesus, it's not just the Father. They are individual people, they're spirits. God is a spirit and those that will worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And we are created in the image of God. He's a spirit. God sits outside of space and time. He's not confined to a fleshly vessel. He's a spirit. Apparently we look like him. Were created in his image, you got the Father, and sitting at the right hand of the Father is the Son, said so until God makes his enemies his footstool, and the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Jesus said, Unless I go, I cannot send you a comfort, another comforter. Hear, O Israel, Yahovah our God is one God. And thou shalt love Yahovah thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. And these words which I have commanded thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house. Think it's a good idea to talk about the Bible when we're sitting in our house with our family? When thou walkest by the way and when thou liest down and when thou risest up. Should meditate on the word, talk about it, engage in conversation. You can do that or you can do um, sports statistics. Never been into sports, to tell you the truth. Like baseball or football, I wouldn't mind maybe watching a game. I think I did see a baseball game one time, but didn't really turn my crank. Boxing. Did enjoy that. Saw one of the UFC matches one time. That's pretty cool. But to tell you the truth, I don't like seeing people just pound each other in the face. That doesn't turn my crank either. Maybe a time you got to do it to defend your life, but just to see people beat on each other, I'm not. I don't really have a desire to see that. To tell you the truth. We should be talking about the the Bible, things of the Lord. Amen? I'm here to tell you, if we begin to do that, demons wouldn't be hanging around. People talk about everything else. Sex. Entertainment. Hollywood gossip. Clothing trends. Doesn't matter. Anything for eternity. Won't help you in the time of trouble. And it entertains evil spirits, doesn't it? Evil spirits like to hear that stuff. Oh, they thrive on it. But you think uh, a family that's uh, talking about the things of God, reading the Word together, you think the demons are going to hang around the heck? No. They don't want a Bible study. They'll be off their way, on their merry way. Find another victim to pray on. Got evil spirits in your house? Begin to read the Word, change the environment. Do what Deuteronomy chapter 6 says. Thou shalt bind them for a sign unto thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. Now the Jews took that one literally, and I forget the name of it, but there's this uh, box that they uh, put on their forehead and tie around it, and they have an armband, wraps around their arm. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house. Yes, that's a good idea, and on thy gates. If you go to uh, Hegwish Baptist Church in Highland, Indiana, they actually write the scripture on the sides of the walls up on these big posters. It's really cool. You just look around and see a scripture verse. I thought, that is so unique. Saw it in the videos. I got to see it one day for real. It's really cool. And actually, you go through um, doors there, like the entrance of the church, maybe even the bathrooms, it says. There's a little placard over the top of the door. It says, I cover something effective. I cover everything that comes through this uh, doorway in the blood of Jesus Christ. I used to have little sticker notes on my laptop cover this computer in the blood of Jesus. Not a bad idea. Or you could put a little sign above your door. I bind every demon that comes through this door in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Doesn't work? Try it and see. I think it's a great idea. What they're doing here is you're declaring in the in the in the physical world and the spiritual world who you rely on and who you're aligned with and what you stand for. We stand with the Lord and His Word. Verse 10 says, and it shall be when Jehovah thy God shall have brought thee into the land, listen to this, which he swear unto thy fathers. And people still want to debate it? Does the land belong to Israel? God swore, swore that it was theirs and they wouldn't have it. Unto the, thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, not to Ishmael not this land. They've got other land. God didn't leave them out. He even told Israel, you're going to have to pass through it, but do not linger or try to take uh, the land from the Ammonites, the Moabites. I've given that to Lot and his offspring for possession. They turn out to be pretty wicked, actually, the Moabites, the Ammonites. He says, which he swear to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not, and houses full of all good things which thou filled not, and wells digged which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not, when thou shalt have eaten and be full. Then beware Lest thou forget Yehovah, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. It's so a warning. Don't forget who gave you all this. Who delivered you? How often people today forget the things that God has done for us and then we turn away and go back into our wicked ways. people have short memories don't they many times thou shalt fear Yehovah thy God and serve him and shalt swear by his name you shall not go after other gods little g's of the gods of the people which are round about you I have people round about me that worship other gods I'm not to serve them and I do not really dawned on me today why I came to Indonesia seven years ago. I came for adventure to pick a fight with the devil. I knew that this was one of the most demonized locations in Asia. There are many, but this is notorious. It's known as the island of the gods, 35,000 temples, altars, and shrines. You always hear that statistic quoted. One day out of the year, the whole island is forced to shelter inside because of a demon that they believe flies over the land Ogu Ogu and they don't want it to think anybody's home so it'll pass over. It's a demonic Passover. I came over here to pick a fight with the devil. I thought there's no greater place to be. I love deliverance and I'm going to come right over there and be a thorn in the buttocks of Satan. And that's where we're at today, seven years later. smack dab at ground zero. I didn't come to run away from anything. In fact, I was loving Summerlin, Las Vegas, and I was just about ready to rent me a house with a pool if I could have found one. I found one and somebody got it. It What meant for me to stay there, I would have been just fine staying right there. I really felt home for the first time in a long time. I didn't go and gamble. I didn't go down to the Strip. I just liked uh, living there in a place that Howard Hughes had um, laid out called Summerlin and I enjoyed the southwestern landscape there and knew where the good restaurants were. I'm Chua Khan go over there and get me a Fideo soup some nice chips and salsa good steak over there had the Dunkin' and Donuts and a lot of theaters and things to do, things to explore, really enjoyed it out there, laid back <laughs> a peaceful place believe it or not in the suburbs it is and that God had another plan had no idea where Bali was or that I'd even be here, had no idea ended up here going on eight years next uh, April, be there before we know it I came here, though, in retrospect, because I got excited. I remember the stories that Wynne Worley told of coming over here. He was over here two or three times. And uh, it's... um, Benjamin Brooke, I spoke to him, and he said he'd been over here, and he told me about some of the encounters with demons he had found on the beach. And I thought, man, this is the wild, wild west for deliverance. That's what I'm talking about. Here I come. And... um, I'm surrounded by other gods, but God has sustained us and protected us. And there's some great people here. It is laid back, and uh, it was a culture shock at first. I will not lie to you. Every every block, altars and temples and shrines and demons and offering of incense and my goodness, even got cobras over here. But um, God bless Indonesian in Bali. They need Jesus like anybody else. But we're not to go after their gods, which are round about you. In fact, we have even torn down altars. I know what it is to have altars torn down. We've done it. Praise God and took the land back um, on on a mini basis. It's only about 100 square meters. But here we are. And then to my left, to my right, to my front, to my back, I'm surrounded by altars to Hindu gods. We're surrounded. We can live, anybody can do it. If god's with you, who can be against you? But it says in verse 15, For Yahovah thy God is a jealous God among you, lest the anger of Yahovah thy God be kindled against thee. You and I don't want that for sure. And destroy thee from off the face of the earth. There was a time where God was going to destroy Moses because he was not circumcised. There was a time where Prophet Balaam he was about ready to die. There was an angel with a sword getting ready to smite him and his ass. He was on an ass. It's like a, that's a donkey, right? A donkey is an ass. Some people act like an ass. That's where the expression comes from. Get off your ass. It's a King James word. I don't use it except in reading the word, but you understand what I'm saying here. Where do some of these words come from? Ye shall not tempt Jehovah your God as ye tempted him in Massah. Ye shall diligently, and when they say ye, it's talking about everybody. You shall diligently keep the commandments of Yehovah your God, and his testimonies, and his statutes, which he hath commanded thee. What? Commandments? Testimonies? Statutes? It's not just one category, is there? And thou shalt do that which is right and good in the sight of Jehovah, that it may be well with thee. It's not well with many of us. Why? Because we haven't obeyed the Lord. Think about that. And we sow what we reap. Have we sowed into destruction or righteousness? says, that it may be well with thee that thou may goest in and possess the good land which Jehovah swear unto thy fathers. Once again, the Bible's full of the promise of God to the children of Israel, twelve tribes, you're going to go in and possess this good land. I swear it. I swore it to your, your fathers. God's going to fulfill His word. That has not been negated. Now, they were dispersed but even so God had a plan to bring them back Adam and Eve weren't supposed to fall but they did but even so God had a plan to restore relationship with mankind through his son Jesus Christ but look at the price Jesus had to pay look at the price that the Jews and Israel have had to pay for so many years but they're coming back again, finally. To cast out all thine enemies from before thee, as Yahovah hath spoken. That includes Hamas and Hezbollah. They need to be cast out. And when thy son asketh thee in time to come, saying, What mean the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments which Yehovah our God hath commanded you? then thou shalt say unto thy son, we were Pharaoh's bondmen in Egypt. And Jehovah brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. And Jehovah showed signs and wonders great and sore upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, and upon all his household before our eyes. We're going to see some of those folks in modern day. Poured out on Damascus can be a ruinous heap. Not looking good right now by the way. And on these other countries, Iran will be destroyed. Every nation that turns against Israel will be destroyed, ultimately. And then go through the second death, which is the lake of fire. That's why you don't want to miss heaven. these rock groups that glorify Satan. Love Satan so much, let them go to hell and live with him. Don't go with them. And Yahweh showed signs and wonders great and sore upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, upon his household, all his household before our eyes. And he brought us out from there. Thence that he might bring us in to give us the land which he swore unto our fathers. That includes Gaza. Who gave George Bush Jr. the right to tell God that he was wrong in his decision to give Gaza to the Jews or any other groups that have disenfranchised Israel? Israel actually owns part of Saudi Arabia. I'd like to see a map that has all the places that Israel was given. I'm sure there's some out there. And then you put it over where we uh, see Israel today, and Israel is not in possession of all the land, but one day it will be. And Jehovah commanded us to do all these statutes to fear Jehovah our God for our good always that he might preserve us alive as it is at this day and it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before Jehovah our God as he hath commanded us amen Father Jehovah Jesus Christ's name thank you for your word we can count on it it's forever settled in heaven we thank you Thank you for your promises they're yea and amen as they say And we ask that you just bless every person tuning in today. Bless Israel, God. Go before them and be their defense. Avenge them, Father God. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, surround us all, Father God, with your warrior angels for our protection. Amen. Okay, friends, I'm going to take about a 30-minute break, and uh, I think we will be back. Uh, I'm supposed to be a guest on Luke 418 Radio. And uh, I believe they're going to have me turn on the switchboard tonight. So if so, we're going to be streaming that in about half an hour. If you'd like to join us again, half an hour from now with uh, Bill French. If you want to communicate with me, find out more about what we're doing here on Omega Man Radio, the best way to do it is omegamanradio.com, my website. If you would like to support this work, we are, unless you're supported, we do appreciate any help you can offer. I want to thank those that have. God richly bless you. Puts food on the table. Allows us to fuel these marathons. You can give right over there at OmegaManRadio.com. It is much appreciated. Again, thank you to all that have helped us. God richly bless you. Okay, with that uh, we're going to get set up for our next program. See you back in about 30 minutes, God willing.